0: The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game.
1: This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast.
0: we still five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles?
1: Yes! Unbelievable!
0: Coming to you from the betting deck.
1: Don't believe what
0: I just saw! Here are your hosts.
1: Jakes! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Q here, Notebook Wagering. I got Smitty and uh, our new semi normal uh, host that's going to be joining us a, a lot more often. Um, you know, kind of, we'll give him a little test run, as we'd like to call it, and see if he makes the final cuts for the team. Uh, Nails, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? What's going on, Q? Uh, another day. Uh, I let, Let's just jump right into this because I, I really don't have any small talk. Uh, Let's kind of so last week, you know, we did a little NFL conference uh, preview. Uh, so obviously, the Super Bowl is set for next weekend. Uh, there's an NFL bye week. It would have been the Pro Bowl this year, but they're not doing that because of COVID. Um, so I'm sure Smitty's happy about that because this stealer of players that don't deserve it don't actually suit up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. we
2: we miss we miss a betting opportunity with uh, <laughs> always.
1: We do. That's when
2: the true degenerates come out of the woodwork on that, man. I love it. Play the under, play the over. What do you do? I love it. And, hey, listen, David DeCastro didn't need to be there. So,
1: pounce Hey, real real quick, since you brought up degenerates, and I'll get back on track, I know usually you're the one who falls off the rails. Uh, Nails, let me ask you this. So, we're not going to name anybody, but you have to pick which is more of a degenerate bet. A, okay. a uh, Romanian <laughs> basketball game for a Russian ping pong match.
0: Oh, it's ping pong by, by far. Right. You can find hey. some winners in that. We're not naming names. We can
2: find, you can always find, listen.
0: Hey, I can't say though, I did not do it myself.
2: You can always find we all have. action. And guess what? The state of Virginia, thank you so much for, for con- finally coming to your senses and the state of Michigan, sports game. Hey, and I'm going to say it after this week with the stock market, gamble on sports. You're It's a lot smarter.
1: Hey, I'll, real quick, I'll touch on that. Um, so like you said, Michigan. So um, Barstool Sports just opened up in Michigan, Fandle and Virginia. Uh, the only downside to Fandle is you cannot gamble on Virginia schools. Uh, so no VMI, Virginia Tech, UVA. Um, and that kind of leads us into tomorrow. UVA plays Virginia Tech. Obviously, that would be a big game to gamble on. So you are kind of hampered there. But be on the lookout. Dave Portnoy uh, is working with the state of Virginia to get Barstool Sports app in there. So uh, oh, maybe I, know, could- I,
2: I know somebody really close that's going to love to hear that on the show because he's a big Barstool, loves yeah. it, has it when he goes through Pennsylvania. So he's that's going to make his night. Q, I did not know that. Great info there. Q. Yep.
1: Uh, so just kind of be on the lookout for that. Um, obviously, gambling's taking a world by storm, and we're here to uh, support it. Hey, hey, Q. Don't 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 forget about cricket. Cricket's a great sport too.
0: <laughs> uh, I never I've never messed into that. I mean, I, I don't know take... much about
2: it. I don't know much about it either.
1: So. Always take the over. Take the over. All right.
2: Australian right. football too.
1: So NFL, we got the Super Bowl next weekend. Uh, the seventh, I believe, we have the Chiefs, who are laying three. You're getting three, three and a half right now, uh, Tampa Bay. So, real quick, let's touch on the um, the two games. So, the first game was Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Uh, you know, we'll spend a couple minutes diving in on that. Um, Matt, give you your thoughts, and then Smitty, and then uh, we'll just kind of go around the table. I think we we killed our diagnosis on it. I mean, we
0: all love the Bucks. It, 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 they're just they're they're right now and i always thought green bay was overrated and brady i can't believe i'm saying it kept green bay in that game just chucking up ducks three picks to give them a 21 21 in a row i was like come on man you you can't you can't be doing that you're the you are the goat and then you're throwing up ducks um we hit our prop bets that we talked about yep and I was, think uh, Leonard Fournette and yep. uh,
1: over and uh, what was the other one? I can't remember.
0: Uh, we had uh, Jones over three and a half catches. He That's right. Us, yep. He caught his fourth ball, then fumbled, then didn't play again.
1: <laughs> hey, he covered. That's all we Perfect. need.
0: Perfect. Yeah. We hit the Fournette over 69 and a half total yards with uh, rushing and receiving and his over on rushing. I think was 42.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what. Speaking of Fournette. And we had really touched on this. Uh, he's he was fresh, like we discussed on the last show. And did you see that run where he just barreled through about six defenders and you know two attempts down? I mean, that was incredible. And that literally, to a T, described what we you know had had talked about on the show. Yeah.
0: Yep. And Jones looked good too. Yeah.
1: Yep. I don't think his hammy's an issue anymore. No.
0: No. Especially now with another week of yep. rest, I think they're going to try to deploy the same strategy against Kansas City too, and just run, run, run. Well, You I have mean, to. You're, I mean, it take,
1: takes the ball out of Mahomes' hands. So. Yeah, I think, and Smitty, we'll go to you. I, I know Green Bay statistically was leading most offensive categories, um, and Kansas City was at, in the two spot. But I can tell you right now, if I was to get into – if I had to pick a team to get into a shootout with, I would take Green Bay to try to shoot out with. I do not want to get into a, a four-quarter shootout with Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's – One of the greatest passers of all time, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, you know, we, uh, you know, Nails, we were on that four net and we're in a a group text and somebody was kind of saying he wasn't great on during the game. And we both kind of said, what are you watching? Yeah, he has been. And when Matt, Matt said it last Friday, I was all over that. And I mean, I liked Matt played. I think the rushing yards I did the pass. Uh, and re- or the excuse me the uh receiving and rushing
0: yep.
2: he was money in that he looks great I love what they're doing now I will say I was on both last week I didn't know what I was going to play I did give out Packers plus the points which it kind of backfired but the second game didn't help me either and that's so I would have lost anyway I said it could have went either way I agree with you guys Tampa is playing great right now but like Matt said Brady looked Brady was dropping dimes and I was saying that and Matt was writing me back too in that game saying, I mean, he was dropping dimes early late in the game, got a re- got really, really sloppy. What some of his throws were like, what are you doing? And then as a green Bay pack, you know, Packer, um, fan in that situation in that game with some plus points, you're like, okay, we still have a chance. And then it goes down to what the coach did and you know, th- it was kind of like watching a Steeler game, them trying to kick a field goal and go, okay, we're going to kick the ball and we'll get the ball back. Well, it ain't going to happen. And, you know, it's just, um, you know, could Aaron Rodgers run that one in for a touchdown a lot? That's okay. been a debate this week. I don't know. You know, you break down the angles on that. You got to remember, he's kind of, he's slightly quick. He's not real fast. I think there was a guy there that would have tackled him, but he took some shots on that too. Um,
1: well, you know, let me ask you. go ahead. Speaking of that, before we kind of move on. So let. firstly, I would like to ask Aaron Rodgers, did he see that hole? Was that like, he seems so zoned in. And, and when you looked, you know, at the, the tape, his eyes seemed like they were like left side of the field the whole way. Didn't even look at the right. Cause there was obviously no receiver over there. Um, you know, one, I'd be curious if he even saw it. Two, let's say, okay, so he scores. It obviously changes the game monumentally. Uh, let's say, uh, I want to say that it was, they were on an eight-yard line or a nine-yard line, um, and that was obviously third down. So let's say he gets a six to seven-yard run. Does that now change your fourth down call? Because now you're not looking at a fourth and nine or fourth and eight, you know, goal to score, essentially. Uh, now you're looking at a fourth and two.
2: I, me, I don't care. I don't care if it was fourth and 10. Personally, uh, you go for it there. Well, I, I agree with I that. Mean, but I, and, you know, the biggest thing with Aaron Rodgers and I mean, you guys can I mean, you guys can disagree with me. The biggest thing with him is when they get down there, he all all he does is look for Devontae Adams. There's nobody else. He's zoned in on Devonte Adams wherever he is. Doesn't matter. I think he could have six guys on him. He'd force the ball into him. That's who he trusts. Uh, you know, again, I, I, you know, I joked around on Twitter and I said, "Hey, Green Bay, why don't you draft and trade up and draft another quarterback?" Because they're deep and Doctor Brent, And I, I said it last week on the show. Their defense stinks. Yo, I agree. And all they did again was draft up and get a quarterback. Somebody did a great tweet about all their drafts, I think, in the last in the last year's draft. Half the guys didn't even play in the game.
0: No. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that just blows my mind because you have a team that was one game away, and you did nothing to really help your team to get over that hump, to get in the Super Bowl, which – listen, this – I'd love. I hoped in this age I can see another Steeler Super Bowl. We got greedy as Steeler fans ourselves, going, "Oh, they're always in the Super Bowl." You never know when you're going to see that. Uh, Green Bay, the coach is a bonehead. The organization's a bonehead. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers will be back there. He's not going anywhere. But he, he I, I would be very disappointed in that organization.
0: Wouldn't Wouldn't you have loved to see T. Higgins catching passes from Rodgers instead of? Jordan Love eating up a bench spot. What? Uh, I mean, it, 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 that's a guy they passed on. Okay, Robbie put some weapons. Oh, Clay Higgins slide by. I think Clay Claypool too for the
2: Steelers was there.
0: Yeah, he would, but I, I mean, I, I think the next that. receiver off the board would have been Higgins after there. Actually, yeah, they I won. agree with
2: you, but yeah. I think Claypool and they. I heard rumors that they liked him, but I mean, he would have been there too, and yeah, trade up and go get uh, go get a quarterback that.
1: Uh, Out of you know, Nevada, Utah, State, right. Utah State, Utah State. My apologies, Utah State. I got the colors mixed up. All right, so we'll, we'll kind of save a, uh, a preview for next week, uh, but let's talk to second game, the Chiefs Bills. Um, I love the Chiefs. I mean, I know they they didn't cover nine uh, straight, but again, it kind of they've kind of raised questions. Um, you know, can they cover? Are they as good as we think they are? Uh, you know, or they do they have the ability to just you know essentially flip the switch, and and I think they do, and I think they showed that. I mean, they had the Bills' number uh, at right after the fumble, you know, which was obviously early in the first quarter. From that point on, man, they flipped the switch on, and it was lights out from an offensive performance as well as defense.
0: Two things really stood out to me for this that whole weekend was. You have two coaches who aren't afraid to take chances, and then you had two coaches who literally dumbed down their game plan and played it so safe, and it reflected. I mean, LaFleur made some. I mean, people were saying, oh, it looks like Mike McCarthy is still on the sideline. And yeah. then Mac- McDermott goes out and just does average Vanilla Joe game plan. And yeah. the Chiefs just exploited that to a T. They wouldn't come out of the zone defense. And I mean, Tyreek Hill is whole other level speed against
1: that defense, and and it really showed. Yeah, it really showed. Do you think the difference because you have? I'm going to say in red, you know, and again in quotes, two rookie coaches, and then you have two coaches that have the ability to you know take chances. uh, You know, 15 plus years in the league. Um, Arians obviously doesn't have a Super Bowl, but uh, um, Andy Reid is uh, he obviously lost one. In, in Philly. So he had already been in that moment. And then obviously he gets his ring last year, much deserved, you know, super happy for him. But do you think that sort of confidence was there as, Hey, I've done this before now, whereas like LaFleur and, uh, the floor and the, the, the bills coach they they haven't yeah, yeah. been there before, you know, so maybe there is that, Hey, I don't want to make a too aggressive call and potentially blow my chances where Andy Reid saying, I have my ring. What do I have to lose? Like I'm a hall of fame coach.
0: Yeah, Andy Reid has really, really turned into an amazing coach. What is it? The, the only coach ever to guide three, two teams to three straight conference championships, and and he does. He's he's playing with house money right now. Oh, that. But but right when on. you have when you have Mahomes right now, who's he is another level. His arm talent is insane. And I saw another stat today. Their center hasn't given up a sack. Uh, I believe since. The playoffs of 2019 incredible yeah and yeah. I'm like well no wonder Mahomes well he does get touched but it, they're they're
1: firing literally on all cylinders right now yeah they're dangerous I'm, I'll tell you right now Brady and, and obviously all offensively they're firing but Brady cannot throw three picks against that team oh, because God. they are much better secondary and and I feel like they don't get as much credit as they deserve I mean they're, they're one of the better you know interception teams in the league
2: well, you know my my take in that was, you know, I said it. I think to Matt and I called my dad and told him, "Does anybody cover Kelsey?"
0: <laughs> what, ten questions at anybody?
2: I mean, why why I did not do? And I thought about like it hit on me saying, "I'll oh, do a player prop with Kelsey." Why in the world am I the stupidest person on the on the planet? I mean, I mean, if no. you don't, he goes out. And he goes six, seven yards and just turns around, catches. There is like Matt said, and you know, I said this on Twitter, and this is not a rip, you know, I don't know how some people took it, but you know, everyone was all after that the defensive coordinator shut down the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, he should get a job and he's this and he's that. Well, guess what? I said, is he a genius now? Because like Matt just said, never got out of the zone defense. Never. What did he what did he do? To change the game plan, and I say this about the Steelers, so this is nothing against another, like, say it all the time. If it's not working, go into halftime. That's what I like about college. Like, I I really try to look for college coaches in football, basketball, anything. If it's not working in the first half, are you going to adjust in the second half? Those are the good coaches. Guys that come out and they go, Okay, we're gonna this is our system and we're gonna do it. Good lord, you're a you're a bonehead. It's stupid. And he got picked apart. And guess what? He shouldn't get a job because he's not that good. He shut down a team that can't throw the ball. They run the ball up the gut every play, and the quarterback runs.
1: One dimensional.
0: Somebody, I think his his player prop was eight and a half catches. And wow. with you. I'm like, I'm like, I can't touch that in a playoff game. That's that's a ton of catches. So I just went back and Googled his stats. He averages eight catches a game. So the line's right on. But no. to smash that by halftime. Yeah. Uh, and then they didn't even adjust in the second half. No.
2: I mean, off. he just he goes off the line. And like I, I was talking to Dr. Brent about this and he said, you think they would bump him on the line? No one bumps him on nope. the line
0: because no, they're in the zone.
2: So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the Super Bowl here. Uh, you know, I, I don't, that would be a player prop. I, I'd like to, I know they're out. I haven't really looked at them yet. I'll, I'll start diving into them, but I don't know how you don't take that. But, you know, Buffalo didn't do much. They got off to a great start, you know, quick field gold. And then that, that fumble punt and they scored. But other than that, they did nothing. And the biggest thing Josh Allen has to do, and I think Josh Allen's a talent. He backpedals so much to try to make a play, and he gets sacked. Like, he has to learn how to throw the ball out of bounds if he has pressure.
1: Well, not only that, but he turns a, a 10-yard pass into a 22-yard pass because he's dropping back 12, 15 yards. You know, so now he's throwing, a, a, in his eyes, a long ball. And it's allowing the defenders to get there. You know, yeah. what should be just a short pass. Great, yeah, great yeah,
2: I mean, he's he's a talent. I liked when they drafted him. I think the the kid's a superstar. Buffalo oh, loves them. Um, you know, I'm not trying to bash a guy. I think I think they. You know, Cole Beasley again. I've always liked him. I mean, then you heard he had a broken um, something, and he broken played fibula, through the yeah fibula, and then he played through the game. I mean, Diggs is a star, and I loved how Diggs stayed out there and watched them celebrate. And that just shows I wish more guys would do that. And I know it's going to kind of sound cheesy going like, oh, what, you're sitting out there watching? No, that's good. Diggs is a superstar. He's watching a team win and confetti coming down or whatever was happening, the trophy. He wants that that's going to keep driving Buffalo. Buffalo is a team that is just dynamite. They're going to go far. Allen's going to get better, but he can't try to drop back 15 yards to make a play. He has to get rid of the ball quicker or throw the ball out of bounds. Buffalo will be back. And, you know, I think it was Dr. Brenton and I, I, I'd love to hear what you two think about this. He said, why don't they run the ball a little bit more?
1: They just don't have a solid run game. I mean,
0: well, Their I, O-line is really good. Uh, it's like they don't even try.
2: That's what – and I kind of agreed with that. You know, what it, Singletary and then what? They have Moss, correct?
1: Yeah, but he was out, so. Okay,
2: he was out. Okay, uh, I'm not,
1: I mean, I'm not really that high on Singletary.
0: Like, I don't. No, think nah, he, see,
2: I like Singletary.
0: I'm not that high on him either, Q. I, I mean, he's he, a dime a
1: dozen. Yeah. Like – I, but you gotta I mean, try
2: but you gotta try to attempt you saw that in Pittsburgh I think you gotta try to run the ball slightly I know listen you can be a pass heavy team but you have to try to establish the run and I think that's what we're seeing as as a diehard Pittsburgh fan we got to get back to that slightly you can't have a quarterback that throws every play and I know that's where the league's starting to go I disagree with it. It goes with hey, I disagree with. I, I'm a baseball fan. I'm a small ball bunt guy, and that's way out now. So maybe I'm 90 years old here. But you know, I don't know. I, I just think they should have ran the ball slightly. So
0: his numbers, how many attempts? So they they had what two playoff games? Yeah, he had 16 total attempts in two games.
1: That's crazy. Well, I think what it is. I think a it's a small organization. They're obviously learning from years of misery. You know they're building a team, a, a young team at that. So they have a nucleus that will stay together for for years. And and I think Kansas City has been a blueprint for that. I mean, all these guys are in retro. You know, in comparison to the league, they're young guys. So yeah. you know they're going to be together three, four, five more years. Um, you know, as long as they can uh, you know pay for them. Uh, I think the Bills will obviously go back and kind of look to the drawing board and say, hey, what do we need to be better? Um, and I think a you'll see them kind of bolster up the defensive secondary Um, because that was pretty leaky, Um, and they know that. I mean, Josh Norman, you know, they thought would be a band-aid there. He's garbage. They're going to replace him. Like, I don't see him being back next year. Uh, So they're going to get better there. Uh, They've always had, you know, pretty good linebackers, um, so they'll continue to get better there. Um, And then I think they'll go back, and, you know, I'm not necessarily saying they'll draft a running back, but they might try to get somebody out of free agent. You know, maybe Fournette. um, I'm not sure what his contract is, uh, but maybe, you know, the Bucs, obviously, their number one is Ronald Jones, so maybe Fournette's like a guy that you can go get where he's the number one on your team, but to a, a team in the Super Bowl, he's a, a number two. And that would be an immediate upgrade from Singletary, in my opinion.
0: Everybody in the uh, experts always mentions Chris Carson going
1: there from Seattle. And that would be, a, to me, that's an upgrade. Yeah, that's an upgrade. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick, I want to give you, so in that Bill's Chiefs game, so – Pat Mahomes goes 29 for 38, 325 yards, three touchdowns combined. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey combined for 22 catches, 200, no, I'm sorry, 300 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I wish I would have played some props. Kelsey, 13. <laughs> hey,
2: you killed the props because we had, hey, another prop that we did not mention nails and you were all over this. And I played it, uh, Josh Allen, rushing. Yeah, over, that over rushing. All, that was and a half. easy. Yeah. yeah, that was that easy. The first quarter.
0: Yeah, I think he needs I, – I mean, these guys don't want to be labeled as a running quarterback. When he ran the ball, when the pocket – it didn't even break down. He was just at the basic three- to five-second rule, either throw it away or, or turn it up and run. He finally did it, and they moved the ball, and then he stopped and didn't do it in the second half. I'm like, no wonder you guys, you're not, you're, you're not moving the ball period. Yep.
2: Yeah. That's one of one of those, cue that I would say, find your wife's purse,
1: get the reach change in out. there,
2: find that money, reach in the couch, find that money. And man, I wish I would have put more on what Matt said about Josh Allen. That was easy, oh, easy. Sure. Find your kid's piggyback, throw it against the wall. Say something happened. It was an earthquake. Find <laughs> that, <laughs> steal it, get it. Let's go. Let's take that money. Kids. Let's transfer into
1: the NCAA college football. Uh, There's really not much to talk about other than one big um, hiring, if you will. Uh, So Danny White goes to be the AD of Tennessee. We talked about that. You know, Phil Fulmer was investigated and he's, you know, seems to be aware of the McDonald's.
2: McDonald's. He was a big McDonald's fan. fan. Okay.
1: Uh, So Danny White goes, he leaves UCF where he, in quotes, won a national title, so Tennessee's getting a, a national title coach. Uh, and then he, what he does is he turns around the next week and says, "Hey, Josh Hyper, why don't you come to Tennessee and Rocky Top?" Uh, and what's he do? He packs his suitcase up and heads north. What'd you guys think of that?
2: Q, can I just say, them winning a national championship is like me being a s- swimsuit model or underwear model for JCPenney catalog. Go ahead, yeah,
0: man. I actually think it's a good hire, though. Um, Heupel, at least, he's, he's got a good grasp of what these young kids want to do offensively by playing in the fast tempo over at Oklahoma. He obviously did it at UCF. I think it's a really good hire. However, I don't know how many young kids are going to want to go there and try to rebuild this whole program. I, I, I just don't think it's a good enough hire to get guys to go there.
1: This this is going to remind me of two instances where a team – three instances where teams were just decimated. Obviously, SMU had their situation with steroids, uh, decimated their team. They've never been back since. They're slowly getting to that level now, but you know compared, they're nowhere near. Uh, Miami with the Ponzi scheme situation in the early 2000s, and then uh, Penn State. I mean – what are the bands going to be? One, no kids going to go there. I mean, you, we saw it. Ole Miss that they had a, you know, postseason band. Everybody books out. You know, a couple go to Florida, a couple stay in SEC at other schools, a couple go to Big Ten. Like, they want it out. Um, those kids want to win a ring and a championship, and if you can't do that, why go there? I mean, um, uh, the whole you can get playing time because it's, it's you know, back to ground zero, I just don't think it matters to kids anymore. Um, It seems like what matters to them is if they can play as a senior, give them a a good year, you know, keeps them high. uh, But then you get two or three rings like that. That's what it matters to them, even for the ones that don't go to, you know, the NFL or CFL. um, You know, if you could sit there and say, hey, man, I went to Bama. Well, I don't have to tell you I was a backup, but I get to tell my kids I was a two-time national champion. You know what I mean? Like, I think the playing time's out. Um, What I do like, though, is Josh Heupel likes to air the ball. And when I was listening to another podcast, uh, one of the guys brought it up and he goes, Look, they got tired as a fan base of watching Jeremy Pruitt try to win a 2117 game. That's not what Rocky Top is. They're used to Peyton Manning airing the ball, you know, 45 38, just high flying. And I think Josh does bring that. You know, he brings a spread offense, he's gonna throw the ball. Uh, running game, he might as well not even have a running back. Um, And another thing to watch out, and I'll let you guys say to the floor, Mackenzie Milton, we all remember him. Just devastating injury. He's coming back. He's transferring. Does he go to Tennessee and light it up in SEC? He
0: he probably should because that's the only way his draft stock's going to get noticed. Yeah. Tennessee, though, is so far behind the talent eight ball, though, In, in the SEC alone. I mean, who's he going to throw to? He's going to – they're going to have three-star recruits versus five-star recruits. Yeah, Mil, I mean, I, Milton I, Malone's going to have to chuck it. If Heupel's the air it out guy, he's going to have to chuck it 50 times a game. But that will improve his stock. He'll go on radars.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, it, I think it's just an interesting move. It's you – obviously, you know, your AD and your coach are UCF. You know, you were at UCF. You loved it there. You have a connection, and you're looking to transfer – you know, and if you can go to a, a big time school where, you know, obviously the scrutiny is going to be there, but the media is going to be there. So is that, is that somewhere where maybe the the limelight could benefit him?
2: I didn't like the hire very much, you know, and I'm not trying to steal. I think Clay Travis said it very well. They brought the AD in from UCF and then it was a very fast hire. Did they even look around? It was just, he brought in his guy. And yeah, and you know, I'll, I think I've said it on the show before Q R- Rocky top makes college football so much better. Uh, you know, I agree with you. It's going to be, there's guys leaving. I I've seen this week after that hire guys are transferring running back, just transferred another guy transferred. They're going to get out. Cause it, you know, I agree everything you guys said, like people want to win right away and it is hard. And you know, I've said it before, the Penn State program should have should have been punished a lot worse than they did. Bill O'Brien did a great job, and I've called Bill O'Brien the biggest bonehead on the planet on this show multiple times with the Texans' job. Bill O'Brien kept that Penn State job afloat, though. They should have been punished more. They weren't. But, oh well, get over it. Same with Miami. Miami was punished worse for stuff. Now they're back. They're slightly back. I can't stand the coach. Manny Diaz stinks. Um, but overall, you know, you know, you want to go to a team that you're going to score points. That's what football is now. And I agree this day of like trying to win 17, 14 games. I mean, good Lord, then go, go play for UConn or, well, they give up 90. So it doesn't even matter if they play. Go play so,
0: for the, uh, go play for an Academy. Army. Navy. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, go. Yeah, absolutely. It's just over. So I like the hire with that aspect. I kind of agree with Clay Travis. I thought he said it well, that they should have, they should have looked around more. But can this guy do a good job? Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I have no clue. And I hope I hope they do well. It's good for college football. We need Rocky Top being successful. We need them back. We need them being a very good team that can maybe beat Florida, beat Alabama. Because, again, everyone is getting sick of watching Alabama, Clemson, the same – and I said it over and over on this show – it's the same teams every year. We have to have some other teams in.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think – you know, whether they looked around a lot or they didn't, I think the fact of the matter is who are they going to draw there, to be honest? Like when you talk about big coaches, I mean, really the only big coach, I think that kind of stayed in the rumor mill was Hugh Freeze. Uh, But, you know, he's not going to go. He left the program under scrutiny. Why would he want to enter back into the SEC, you know, going back into scrutiny? You know, he didn't. No, you you would
2: have looked at somebody that played there. Like Jason Whit, yeah. you know, some people have said him, he just retired again. Again, he has no coaching experience. He might be. And horrible. I think that's what it he is. He was horrible I mean. in the booth. I mean, he wasn't yeah. very good on that in the, in the booth calling a game job. Uh, John Gruden. But, again, he's not leaving uh, Vegas, you know, the no. Raiders.
1: No, um, I mean, you're not going to get anybody better. So, I think you got the best hire with what you could now. I, I heard
2: is- a rumor Payne Manning.
1: Yeah, but what's, what coaching experience does he have? You know what I mean? I mean, we've seen time and time again, you know, quarterback coaches uh, just don't pan out. Um, or quarterbacks transitioning to coaches, some do, some don't. So kind of leave it at that. I mean, I think Heupel gets them and kind of bridges the gap while the scrutiny goes under. And, and who knows, man, he could light it up and he could be successful. Um, you know, yeah, again, he could need just, to go get Heath Schuler. Out of the Congress. Oh <laughs> Hey, go get Tommy Tupperville. He's used yeah. to that. Oh yeah.
2: Nails, can I tell you Heath Schuller is one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time.
1: Oh. <laughs> With Willie fine. Horn,
2: which I've said. And he's Willie one of my Horn.
1: least favorite quarterbacks yeah. of all time.
2: Oh, I yeah. love Heath Schuller. Love him.
0: Love him.
1: All right. That's uh let's transition into college basketball. So we're starting to shape up, you know, we're kind of starting to get into the meat of the schedule. Uh so there's really no more non conference. Uh, we're get, well I say that there's no out of just random scheduling we're getting into conference play and cross conferences so you got your ACC big Ten showdown your SEC big 12 showdown which we all look forward to um so just give me a couple you know two or three teams maybe even one team that you noticed is heating up and then give me a team that's you know starting to cool down maybe started hot or maybe just not come you know living to expectations can I please start okay. <laughs>
2: Here goes here goes Matt's rant. rant.
0: F Arizona and Sean Miller. Oh, my God. Love it. So we talked a little off air real quick about this. I am a fan of Arizona until I watched them last night. And they absolutely just pooped the bed bad. They burned me like no other. So I dug into their numbers. Okay. They score 79.3 points a game, 46th rebounds they're 28th in the country assists 60th steals nah. blocks 30 38th in the country so they their numbers are pretty good so i dug into their schedule they only cover against bad teams their two best wins are Arizona State twice but they lost to Stanford twice USC and UCLA they literally have played no one else i am going to fade Arizona from here on out fade bad. I'll let you guys dig, dig in on yes, that. Mate.
2: Well, I just, I I thought it was, you know, the one thing about Matt, knowing Matt for as long as I have known Matt and I do fantasy sports with Matt and just the rant is there. He might be better than me with the rants.
0: Yeah. You, you haven't seen we'll it get, We'll slowly and, get it and, out of him.
2: And I, oh, I love every second of it. Uh, so we you know he's put it on Twitter and text messages and I was tracking that game. You know, Kenjo, the old Georgetown point guards out there. Yeah, that's a that's a tough team to figure out. Um, you know, I have some numbers too. I just want to hit that Stanford team's an interesting team. They have a couple guys out, and I don't know, and I'm I'm gonna say this right now. I don't know Stanford, I'm not a Pac 12 like mastermind on this, but they beat UCLA and now they just beat, uh, Arizona. You know, you got Silva Jones Delaire, I think if I'm not, pro- I'm probably mispronouncing that, but look like the three headed monsters Two last two games scoring really well. They play Arizona state tomorrow. Keep an eye on that game. That is a big game. That pac 12. I, I call it the poop 12. It's brutal. I don't think it's great basketball, but I'm really want to keep an eye on this Stanford team. You know, I have high, I think Arizona can be really, really good. I just, I agree with Matt. I have no clue. They seem like, you know, there was a lot of pressure out there with Miller. There was a lot of FBI information on him. Has that taken the course on him? I mean, years ago, I mean, I forget they were number one in the country. Uh, a couple years ago with the kid out of the Pittsburgh area that played, I think, at Duquesne, then transferred out there, was the point guard. Um, I think relevant
1: with DeAndre uh, Ayton as well. Aiden, yeah.
2: Well, yeah, out there was a powerhouse with them too. Seems like, you know, probably Sean got away with a little bit that probably should have been caught. And I don't know, maybe has that taken a toll on that program? It could be. Could There could be a change. It, it's just not a – I don't think it's a great conference. UCLA, too, is another team that – I love the coach. I, I I love the coach, but I thought it was a weird hire to go out to UCLA. Because out there, it seems like it's more, hey, let's, let's put points on the board where Cronin's a very defensive-minded, rebound, slow pace. They are scoring a little bit more than he did at Cincy. But I just thought it's not a very good conference. Um, I'm not very high. But Stanford tomorrow, Arizona State. Bobby, because Bobby Hurley, I love watching on the sideline. He looks like he's going to murder somebody. So uh, I love that. Stanford, Arizona State tomorrow. Keep an eye on that game.
1: Uh, Maddie and Smitty, give me uh, give me a team that you notice is starting to heat up. I, I definitely have one on my radar. Go ahead, Smitty. Um.
2: Well, well, you know, I I look at this queue with that that question. I want to go off a team that isn't right there, but I'm going to say one right now is fly slam jamma Houston Cougars. They're killing people. Uh, I really, I, I really like them, but they're ranked pretty high. So I kind of yeah. like, I, I like them a lot. I think they're really good out of 15 games. Uh, seven of them have been 15 points or higher beating people. They lost to Tulsa, that's their only loss, and then they just beat them by 27, which I was kind of high on that Tulsa team and I think I might even had a play out on that and that looked stupid. Um you know what, Q, man oh man, it's tough right now. This college basketball season is so hard with teams I still like I'm going to have to go with I like some Big East teams, and I think some teams that could turn the corner. And I, you know, I had Joe Lenardi's thing down too. I like a team. I like two teams out of the Big East that I think will go on a run here. And I could be way. I'm going to get. I'm going to. I'm going to throw three teams. I like Providence a lot. I really like Providence. I love the coach. It seems like, especially when it gets close to March, they're extremely. They play well. I love seeing Hall too. He has them the last four in Seaton Hall. Uh I really first like four, first four out, he has Providence, which I love Providence.
1: They're always right there in that last four in, yeah. last four out. Yeah. Like, but they'll you know, they start very slow. And like you said, they one, they play really good team basketball and they grind out seasons.
2: And then, you know, being a little older in my life, I used to stay up a lot later and I used to love the West Coast basketball. And I used to know, my buddy used to say, you know, more West Coast basketball than anybody on the East Coast. But this team's not West, like major West Coast, but I like this team a lot. And they rebounded and they hit one of my teasers the other night. They lost to UNLV in the first game, came back and played extremely well and won the second game. Utah State. I think Utah State is a team. With the big guy underneath, they have some good guard play. They have some shooters. I think this is a team, in the tourney, if they get in, could be a sneaky, sweet 16, elite 18. That's just my point.
0: Go ahead, Niels. All right. My my team is actually pretty simple for me, and it's Florida State right now. Steve. Took it right out of my mouth. They like that. are They are rolling. And now dangerous. Yeah. Their, their schedule is going to heat up here in the next two weeks. Yep. But they have just rolled the last five games. They dominate NC State, who's pretty good. Carolina's pretty good. Louisville's decent. Clemson, number 20 in the country. And Miami, they just crushed by almost 30. Their top three scorers are all guards. And I said it last week. Man, when it comes to tourney time, I want those guards. I want senior guards junior guards who are going to take over a game not get flustered and carry that team down the stretch that's uh, i mean they, they stand out the most to me and somehow they're still ranked but 16th to me yeah um
1: uh, four six, yeah 16
0: Yep. yeah uh, way too low but uh, i'm
1: all i'm fine with that keep them under the radar i agree they're you know and to touch on that you know, them being a dangerous team. They're a big team. They they've got a guard who's six foot nine. Like the the size advantage that they have, I mean, a six foot nine guard can play the three or four at college with ease. Um and they, they are in my eyes a a clone of UVA on defense. Very stymy. You know, they they play very up in your face, kind of Robert Ori S. And then, uh, but they can shoot really well where they, I, run it, they run the floor. I
0: wish they scored a little more. Yeah. Um, as a As a team, like they're, they're the leading scorer only gets 14 a game, but their shooting percentage, like you said, they're, I mean, they're deadly. Their shooting percentages, I'm looking right now 47, 48, 50, 58, 47, 50. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they, I mean, they give you roughly 80 a game.
1: That's not yeah. terrible.
0: No, I, I I mean, the ACC seems a little be uh, a little more up-tempo this year and the short season and pe- people being out with the COVID, of course, is going to take away from the defense. But, yeah, I, I think right now they're a really great team to look into even a future play.
1: Yeah, I
2: yeah You know, I had that game. I, I, I gave out the Florida State-Miami teaser. I took it down and took the over, and that game started just brutal. And I was like, man, it's a loser right away. And Miami is just – I'll tell you what, I think it's time they move on from the guy that uh, – what's America. his name? Yeah, the older guy. I mean, great yeah. run of George Mason, local team. I mean, we we made posters in um, my my classroom for them when they made that Final Four. I mean, that's how long ago that was. Great coach. I'm not trying to bash the guy. The game's gone, man, from him. And they have a lot of injuries. They just kicked another guy off the team after that game that averaged like seven or eight. But that guy probably doesn't even know what time of the day it is uh, when they're playing. Uh, it's over. It's done. They are a mess. Miami was down. They were down by like 16 in that game, and they had like three points, four points. And they, Of course, then I have the over, and they're walking the ball up, and I'm like, can you get in your – there was no offense. All of a sudden, then Miami slightly got an offense. The only thing about Florida State, Matt, and you said they don't – it, they, overpa- they overpass watching that game. There was guys that were wide open and they wouldn't shoot. And it was like they, they wanted to run their system throughout the whole thing. And I'm like, man, if a shot's there, take the shot. Like, what are you waiting for?
0: They could have been just trying to kill some clock though, too, being up by so much. But you're so. killing
2: me. Shoot the ball, Matt. That's what <laughs> I'm trying to say.
0: Ah.
2: <laughs> But <laughs> listen, we're not running. This ain't practice. We're not trying to run through our Cover different green downs yeah. to yep. the guy on the baseline. Uh, I do like Florida State. I think you guys are on to something there. I love that team. I think they're playing extremely well. Great head coach, too. That guy is a good head coach. That seems like player development comes out of there every year. Guys go in there that are not big-time stars, and they develop – into stars and that's on the coaching staff and that's on that guy. So great job. Miami's a dumpster fire though. So
1: I all right. So you stole Florida State right out of the mouth. That was my number one team. Um I'll give you two real quick. I think UVA is on the rise. Um they started off slow. Now they were winning games but it was like 60 to 58, you know, very slow pace. But uh Hauser's starting to score. Um the other kid, uh, Kerry Clark, stopped turning the ball over, that real short guard. Um, so he's, you know, become more efficient. Um, and I, they have a uh, another uh, guard. I believe he's a sophomore. He can shoot the three really well. So uh, Jay Cuff down, you know, down low. I wish he'd get, you know, a little more pounds on him uh, to kind of have some muscle and a little more physicality down there. But they're they're starting to come around offensively. Um, the other team that I really, really like right now, um, and I think they could be dangerous and they could upset a team on a bad day is Oklahoma. Uh, so they got Brady Manick back uh, from COVID, who was out for three weeks, um, and, and he is the X factor on that team. I mean, he can play so many positions. He's so good defensively. He's so good bringing the ball up court if he needs to. He can post. He can shoot the three. Um, they also have their uh, their main guard. And give me one second because I want to get his name. Um, shoot. Here it is. Um, Austin Reeves, that guard, yeah, Reeves shot had,
2: the one over the backboard the other night.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, overall, he's a really good guard. I mean, they're a dangerous team, in my opinion. They play good defense, uh, they, they struggled defensively mightily. I mean, they were giving up almost 40% from the three point line, um, up until recently in the last few weeks. They're shutting it down to under 25%. So they've obviously worked out their kinks, they've gotten healthy. Um, Getting Brady Manic back again, as I touched on. He means so much to that team. Uh they're 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 kind of on a tear. That reminds me of Florida State. Love. I would say uh Hey, that cool game down.
2: the that game the Mar-Q, not to not to cut you off there, but I mean I, I love Oklahoma too. Nails was tweeting this out the other night, man. They are rolling, man. Oklahoma is on fire. They play Alabama tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Noon. Yeah, you
0: want it? You want to touch on that?
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah, let's get let's uh, yeah. Do, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, hey,
2: but no, go. You're the you're the point guard, buddy. Go no, for it.
1: Uh, so I just have another question for you, guys. Well, two quick questions, and yep. I figured okay. we kind of get into games. Um, so real quick, and this is just a, a quick one minute. The way Baylor is playing right now. So you know, everybody says it, it's Gonzaga one, you know, Baylor one a. Right now, the way Baylor is just trouncing on teams. Could they be Gonzaga? My opinion, no. Okay,
0: I, I'm still not sold on them yet. Right. Yet, but that's a that's a big yet. Um, sure. They were on the ropes early against Oklahoma State. Without Oklahoma, Oklahoma State did not have their best player, Cade Cunningham, and Correct. they had that close the whole game. So. And Texas Tech pushed them the whole time, too. I'm right. still not completely sold on Baylor. Yep. Now, I still think they are 1A, but yep. I read something the other day. If you were offered a bet right now in Vegas, even odds, uh, Gonzaga versus the field, who do you take? You have to take the field. I might go contrarian and I might just take Gonzaga. I love
2: it. That's a betting guy right there, Q. Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's why and we I want to do it. That's why we I don't love Matty Ice. Well, here's what you do: you take Gonzaga and then you hedge your bet. Yeah. Well, you'd have
0: to, but yeah. yeah. No, but right I mean, now I think- they're they're looking unstoppable to me.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'll will t- yeah. tell you, Drew, Drew. I mean, I just watched a documentary, and I don't know if I've touched on this on the show before about that Baylor program when what's his name that just train wreck coach when there was shootings going on. What uh, Drew has done there
0: is it Larry Eustachy. Remar-
2: what? Say it again.
0: Larry Eustachy.
2: No, he was at Northwestern. No. He was the one that was staying back and drinking. Well, the guy was a smart guy, too. He was trying to hang out with college girls. I mean, you can't well, yeah. blame the guy. Uh, it was Dave go. Bliss. Dave Bliss.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Dave Bliss. Oh, Dave, really? I mean, it was on Showtime. If you've never seen this, oh, my goodness. It is amazing what was going on at Baylor and how he tried to cover it up. He's at a Christian school now, coaching. And they oh, said they've right. forgiven him and he's a yeah. man. And hey, good for him and good for the school. Disgraceful. The guy should not be coaching anybody what went on at Baylor. Scott Drew, I think it's Scott Drew, I think there. I think I'm right on that name. Is doing an unbelievable job. I'm gonna say, and I'm not a I wasn't a big fan on Baylor a couple weeks ago. I've watched him a couple times. Man, they can score. Baylor used to be a team that could play defense and not score a lot. They can score points. I gave it out, I teased that game down against Kansas State and gave it out on the site. 130. Baylor had like a hundred themselves. Yeah. Why that game? Man, Vegas. Uh Peterson was on it. Greg Peterson was on it perfectly. He had it like close to like, and I teased it down. I thought I'm like, man, this is a gold mine. I teased it with another game, easy winner. Baylor scored unbelievable. Kansas State did; they had two points, and it was like ten minutes in.
0: Yeah, they're Baylor
2: had like forty. Baylor can score. I'd love to see Baylor Gonzaga. Too bad that game got canceled. It's uh, it's Baylor is a machine too. Again, I think Gonzaga is really really good, but Baylor, like Nail said, is a one a. I don't know if they're Gonzaga, but man, they're close. They're close, in my opinion.
1: I'll tell you another team, and now they're being hampered right now because of COVID. Uh, It's more so their state. It's not necessarily the school, uh, which I think is absolutely absurd. I think the state of Michigan is crushing that university. But I'll tell you, when I watched early in the season, again, and I say early in the season, there was one team that actually gave um, Gonzaga a, a very hard time in the first half, and that was West Virginia. And if you guys remember, that was when they had their two big guys. And that is a team where uh, they they have really good guard play. They're really fast. Again, you're not going to beat them in a run and gun game, but big men mess with Gonzaga. And there's a team, and that's Michigan with Hunter Dickinson, and then Franz Wagner's a big you know forward. Um, I think that's a team that could give them some trouble. You know, Isaiah Livers, uh, he's a great scorer. He's got some size to him, uh, but Dickinson down low, man. I mean, that is to me, it just seems like. As physical as he is, uh, he could really give Gonzaga some problems with his scoring help. I don't think West Virginia really has scoring help on the wings, whereas Michigan does. If we if we ever get that matchup, I'm
0: hitting the over uh, three oh, four times without a doubt.
1: We're taking off. <laughs> we're taking. Oh, we're finding out yep. our homes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Find your wife's purse. That's it. Yeah, that's just uh, that's another team. I think you know maybe one. Two, so you got 1A, 1B, and then two. Uh, So let's just jump into some games. Well, you know, Uh,
2: I'm going to just say it because Dr. Brent will like it because I interrupted you, and I'm going to say something really quick here. The thing about the tournament is this. It takes one game. mm -hmm. One game. And that's why the NCAA tournament is the best thing that is why Matt flies to Vegas every year. Why I'm I might fly out this year. You're gonna fly out with me next year, Q. Why everybody loves it so much is because of that.
0: Yeah, certainly. It's electric. it's electric.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's jump in. We'll each give a couple games. And you know, guys, we can certainly do a show tomorrow morning and kind of like I said, do more bullet pointy, quick hits games. Uh, so we'll just kind of touch on a couple here. But I'm really intrigued with Alabama, Oklahoma. You know, I already touched on Oklahoma. Um, I don't have a line for that game. Um, I would imagine it's probably going to be. I got it. Let me just get. Is it like, let me, seven and a half to eight and a half? For Oklahoma, Bama? Yes. It's
0: Oklahoma minus one and a half.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. I was way off. I would have thought they would have favored Bama on that one.
0: Yep. Uh, so Oklahoma minus one and a half, the over 154 and a half. And uh, I broke it down real quick. So Oklahoma averages 77.6 points, Bama 81. It's 158 for the over. I actually really like the overplay.
1: I'll tell you, I like Oklahoma minus one and a half. And I'll tell you, I agree with that too. They're playing good. They're on a three game win streak. Again, I already touched on they're getting healthy. And Bama's won 11 in a row. At what point are they going to drop a game? And they got to go on the road, so go on the road, and that's a that's a tough area to play. Yep. Um, yeah,
0: I agree with you. I, I would I would uh, take Oklahoma. I'd probably get try to knock it down to a pick'em, so I don't have to worry about that point and a half in the hook. Sure. Yeah, and it might and it might drop by tomorrow,
1: but I sure. still, I really like the
0: over. Yeah,
1: I like that. Now the only thing that I would worry about is right now Oklahoma's guard at three point line very tough.
2: I, I agree. I I like uh, personally in that game. I like Oklahoma uh Bama, i think has been very good on the road I'd, I'd have to look back at my stats but i think they've been really good on the road i really like the teaser being the teaser king i take that points down five points and take the over in that i think that's going to be a shootout i think there was going to be a lot of points in that game
0: i looked real quick too at these both these teams so oklahoma really doesn't have a bad loss on her schedule Bama actually does have one not that it plays into this but they lost to western kentucky yeah they did yeah yep that was early in the year, and Western Kentucky is actually pretty decent, but not they still bad. Get not the, bad. Still yep. get the flag as a as a bad loss.
1: So Alabama's four and four and zero on the road. Oklahoma's eight and one at home. Um, Alabama's five and three non conference to Oklahoma's four and one non conference. The thing that does stick out to me though, and this is obviously conference based, Alabama's only played one top twenty five team. Oklahoma's played six. So that that you know they they've been in some grinding games. So and you they, and you know Q I mean
2: and you you we've said it before that live by the three die by the three can happen. Yeah, I certainly. mean every you know when your whole team can shoot threes, which Q you've said that to me about it, and We've had this conversation. That's great, and I love that. I love guys that can stretch the court and shoot the three. Man, if you have a bad day, you can get housed.
1: Yeah, that's not to say and if you're, you're hitting the them, if
2: you're going to house somebody. It's the same. It's yeah. the same thing. So I who's who's the hotter team right now? It's close. They're both playing. But to go back off uh, Nails thing the other night, Matty, man, said, man, Bama's rolling. I like Bama at home. And like I said, take those points down. Take it over. There you go. There's your winner.
1: Uh, so Oklahoma's at home, Smitty.
2: Yeah, I, I love I love Bama, I love. Or sorry, if I said Bama, Oklahoma, that's what I meant. Okay. Oklahoma, yeah, yeah, yeah. take
1: I'll give you an intriguing team game right here, and it's it's a mid major, but uh, this team is six and three out of their last nine against a spread, and and I've actually cashed on uh, their last three games. Uh, Akron Zips, I really like what they do. They run the floor, they pass the ball very well. Uh, they're they're twelfth in the country in rebounds, uh, which. Rebounding is everything. If you can get second chance opportunities on the offensive end, as well as you know block out and, and not give second chance opportunities to the other team, I mean you can really dictate a game just on rebounding. Um, they shoot pretty well, forty six percent field goals. They're averaging eighty points, and they're only giving up sixty nine. Um, they you know they're they're low in steals, but they really don't turn the ball over, which helps them. Um, I, I think this matchup against Ball State. Now, again, I don't have the lines. I probably won't till tomorrow, unless you got it, Maddie. Um, yeah. I, I, would, I it, depending on what it is. I mean, I, I'm willing to lay Akron here. Uh, Akron's
0: minus four and a half. Love it. And the over that is, um, I believe it's up. It it is at Akron. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yep. And the over unders one forty six. Now, see, I'm a big over guy. I love betting overs. Yeah. I love the action. Ball State is eleven and one to the over. Oh, they! Can I have them. Tw-
2: I have them in my notebook, Maddie. Twelve and one
0: on the. over. Okay, maybe it is. So what I'm looking at right now has eleven and one. So, man, I might look to bang that over tomorrow. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, that's I mean
2: a, that's it, a it, teaser gold mine right there. Take it down five yeah. more points and match <laughs> match at Oklahoma. Match at Oklahoma with the Akron game tomorrow in Ball State. Oh my goodness! I sound like Jimmy the Greek. We're winning money here tomorrow,
0: people. Somebody, I have a great teaser for you later.
2: Oh, Oh, I can't wait to hear. So here's the thing. So I have – now this was like two, three days ago. Howard's only played about four games. Howard's 3-0-1 overs. Ball State was 12-1, 92%. Cincinnati, man, shocker because Cincinnati – you think of Cincinnati, it's like – uh Huggins there playing like 16 to 14 like they're trying to trying to put a ball through a, a basket or something it, it's horrible Buffalo eight and two Morgan State seven and two Eastern Michigan there's another team in that same conference with Ball State Buffalo Eastern Michigan at hopefully Akron tomorrow, St. Louis, which I, you know, they just came off a big loss seven and two. I, I I was shocked on that game. I'd have to look at UMass. I know UMass likes to push the ball, but I'll tell you that Eastern Michigan, Buffalo, Ball State, Akron, Toledo scores a lot of points. Bowling green scores a lot of points. That conference, man, keep an eye on that. That could be some easy money on a Tuesday night and you can take your wife out on a Wednesday night.
1: Well, they don't uh they don't they, there's no defense. It's it's like matching in college football. I Man, it's the same. we just on the back, on a hardwood, not on the turf. Uh real quick, Smitty, I know you just brought it up and I'll touch on it. St. Louis, they didn't play well. They had been off for like 4 weeks cuz of COVID, so yeah, I love well, them, keep- too. They were one of my best mid-majors. Yeah.
2: And, and and you know what? Here's the thing. Nails, you said that last week and they're going to come back and bounce back. Here's the thing with that is Watch those teams that are coming off this. Michigan State was a team last night that came off a long break. That was a dumpster fire last night. Dumpster. There were some major dumpster fires last night. Michigan State Rutgers was one game. I had the over in a teaser at one thirty. you think a girls game on a Tuesday night could have hit that. And that did not happen between Kansas and TCU. I told Q today it was fourteen to four or something with sixteen minutes. Okay, we got a little pace going. Next thing you know, it was nineteen eleven or nineteen twelve with two minutes. I don't know. Jamie Dixon told them not to like to run the offense and not shoot. I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the game. It goes back to. Boys, we called that Oklahoma-Kansas game so well last Friday night and said that Oklahoma was going to beat Kansas. That Kansas team stinks. Yeah. Here's Uh, another one tonight because I I threw a little pizza money on uh, another little teaser. Oakland, IPFW, I don't know. It sounds like a lodge, like a bunch of veterans go and drink at. Who cares? That was 155. At 10 minutes, it was like. Twenty points. What is going on here?
1: IPFW lives and dies by the three, Smitty. So they're dying tonight. Well, they have a bunch of seventy-year-old
2: guys after yeah. about four uh, Mick Ultras throwing some long <laughs> shots in. So uh,
1: another game tomorrow. I know you touched on it, Smitty. Um, one of them's ranked. I think if the uh, if Florida could win, that might get them in the top twenty-five. As some teams lost, but Florida West Virginia is a big game. SEC uh, Big Twelve showdown. Um, this would be interesting. So West Virginia obviously likes to slow it down. Um, they've kind of played at a little faster pace this year than what they're used to. Uh, but Florida, they obviously lost Keontae Johnson. Uh, they went on a three game win streak. They lose a couple bad games. Then they bounce back and trounce what we're seeming to find as a rough Tennessee team. Uh, they, they pounce Georgia, hang a 92 on them. And then they, they escape a, a, they were up big, up twenty-two against Vanderbilt. Kind of lax, let them come back in, but you know they hung some points on them. Um, I'm not saying Florida's you know great by any means, but I think this is a team that's getting hot and could actually win this game uh, on the road. I, I, I'm going
0: to, I, I'm going to lean the other way. I actually think uh, Florida can hang. I, I, I do believe that, and I, and I really actually like Florida but i think west virginia at home early tip yeah and and huggins is going to try to i don't know about slow them down but he has west virginia playing really really good right now certainly and and you touched on them as your one team they um they score their their point differential is 6 uh, the line is at 6 so it's it's spot on but the over's going up and I can't buy that. I think they're going to try to slow each other down. I do too. I would actually, I would actually look at the under on this one. And the, the line is at
1: one forty eight and a half and a half right now. I like the under on that. Florida lives and dies by the three as well. Uh, kind of just gets them going and uh, allows their interior game to get going. I, I probably won't touch that one, but I, that is a great game to look at. Yeah. I think it'd be a great game to watch. Yeah. Um, the other game that I Well, had, look, can
2: I, can I say one thing? Cause you yeah, know really I like to bash yeah, the
1: Florida yeah. team, so let me yeah. jump in
2: here. Uh, you know, Florida, I just don't – I had the over the other night with Vandy. Florida started off very slow, picked up. Yeah. Florida had a big lead. Vandy yeah. really fought back. Uh, Pippin's kid played extremely well, had about 30-something. I'm not high on this Florida team. I don't think they're very good. I think they get – I Florida think they lose.
1: Start center.
2: Oh, that's fine. I mean, I don't care. I mean, they could be missing anybody. I, 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 mean, they're missing people. A lot of teams are. I think, I think West Virginia beats them and beats them by maybe double digits tomorrow.
1: All right. Um, Smitty, you touched on it one of your teams you like. The and I think this is an intriguing game: Villanova at Seton Hall. You know, we're really going to see what Villanova has because they're going on the road to a tough place. Seton Hall is playing really well. You know, they have two really good shooters. Uh, Kale, and I, I can't, I'm not even going to begin to pronounce the other kid's you name. Know, start with the N. Uh, but you know, it's a tough team to play. Uh, obviously, a conference game, you know, uh, Villanova, I, f- I feel like really needs this win to kind of say, hey, we are as good as the number three team in the country. Now, yeah. How, how know, long I, of a layoff have they had?
2: <sighs> it's they've, been a they, while. They've come back. Villanova's come back. Let me, I'm looking it up right now. They've come back because they came back and they, um, Villanova
1: played last week against Providence. They Their game against UConn was canceled, and so they they haven't they, had a week. They beat Set- they beat Seton Hall by two at yeah. Villanova. Seton Hall can hang, and that was, at, like you said, at Villanova. Now you're getting them on your home court. I mean, this could be kind of where Oklahoma loses to Kansas on the road, and then they go back to Oklahoma, and, and Oklahoma pulls out the upset. I mean, well, I could two, see Seton well, Hall winning this game.
2: You know, Q2, you know, Q2, you know, I agree with you with scene uh, uh, Hall because, Hall, because they're, they're, they're the last four in on Joe Lenardi. This is a big game.
1: Oh, certainly.
0: That's a huge game,
1: actually. Uh, if that's all you – I'll move on to another game. Um, UVA, Virginia Tech, I think it's another big game for both teams. I think mean, this is going to kind of command the ACC. Um, I think Tech, you know, I touched on him. I really liked him last week. They lost one of their best players, Tyrese Radford. Uh, he was charged with a DWI and an uh, illegal concealed weapon. Uh, so he's off the team indefinitely, and that's a big loss for them. Um, and they're struggling right now to score. Cone can't hit the three. It seems like his confidence is shot. Um, now, he did okay against Notre Dame. He's really got to find that stroke again to help them. Um, and aluve has got to continue to score, but this is going to be a tough game. Uh UVA's one of the last four matchups. Uh, I, I, I like UVA here. I think it's obviously a tight game because it's a rivalry game, but UVA takes this one. I agree with you,
0: Q. I think – I actually think this is the, the game where, like Smitty said, West Virginia by a, a double digits. I think Virginia blows these guys out tomorrow. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the line is four and a half. That's it's that's a nice. I mean, if you want to take those points or give those points, I would I would have no problem laying four and a half tomorrow.
1: Yeah, those are really the only games that I have right now. I mean, I'll dive deeper into some mid majors tomorrow, but you know, those are some prominent ones. So if you well, guys the, haven't,
2: well, that last week's game, you know, I I was on Syracuse. I was, off, and I know that's Matt's team, and I know Q, you like Virginia Tech. You know, I watched a lot of that game last week. You know, I wasn't so. <laughs> It was a lot of Syracuse is a lot of back down. It kind of reminds me of like Charles Barkley back in the eighties. Like they just backed down people, but VTech has some shorter guys it just, and they shoot a lot of threes. They they were hot in the first half. Then they didn't get, you know, then they cooled down. Syracuse just seemed a little taller and they could back them down and hit some easier shots on them. Yeah. You know, it played well. Look, I look like a genius, Syracuse then went into somebody, um forget who they played on Monday, yeah. and got boat raced uh, by him. Um, oh, UVA
0: crushed them. Oh, UVA. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Thank you very much. UVA a then pit, crushed them. And that's rolled I up get. Too. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not high on UVA. I'm just not high on Virginia Tech. And then you lose. I mean, that guy being a bonehead, just doing stupid yeah. stuff, kills your team, kills your oh. program. And that's a shame that happens, especially in the season like this now. Yes. It just, you know, the, the ACC is weird in my opinion too. I said about the Pac-12, the ACC is weird. You know a team that I did not think was great at the beginning. That Now they lost a game that North Carolina this week by 10 that I thought it would be a little closer because the guy underneath, and I can't, I'm losing, his. it's like champagne or champagne or something for Pitt. That guy is a stud. Yes. That guy yes. is tough. That team seems like they're starting to get a little sneaky. I'm not saying they're a tournament team,
0: but they're on the bubble. I think they're the last four out.
2: I think I, you know, I wrote it down. So let me, uh, I don't have it on my paper. Oh, yes, they are. They're the next four. Yes. Yeah. They are.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah they're, I like that they're,
2: team. That guy has done a nice job. He's a good coach. I've been always high on him. I think he's a good coach. And that kid's a superstar. I mean, he's a double-double machine every night when he plays. I was a little let down because North Carolina, I think, is not that good. I thought Pitt would win that game or it would be really close to lose by 10. They got it down to three really close at the end, and then North Carolina kind of pulled away again at him. It was kind of one of those games, but it was that's another team, the ACC. But there's games, hey, and my Hoyas are back tomorrow. They've been in COVID for – they'll lose by mm. listen can i give you a prediction on my Hoyas they'll be up <laughs> by 16 and then they'll lose by 9 in the second by the by the time the game's over but we have a great recruiting class coming in next year everybody that's a little local feel for you how's that Q? I i like it i like it
1: <laughs> so i
0: have i have another one for the SEC Big 12 matchup so Let's i've hear really it. been I've really been keeping an eye on Oklahoma State because I love that Cade Cunningham. Yeah. Now he's supposed to come back tomorrow. It's not not given yet. That line is at two. If he's back, I I definitely roll Oklahoma State. But if he's not back, I'm taking to Arkansas. They're hot. they're hot. I, I don't I don't think Oklahoma State can hang with them for 40 minutes no, with, without him. I so, agree. but but I mean it all comes down to if he plays or doesn't play.
2: But here's the thing about Arkansas. Arkansas is very good at home. They're god-awful on the road. God-awful on the road. And if you keep an eye on that, keep an eye on that because I agree with you. That guy has to play. Has to play. But, man, Arkansas is not good on the road. They're great at home, but, man, they're bad on the road. Here's a here's a game I'm shocked because here's a team. I'm just gonna throw this game out, cube, before we go here. Kansas Tennessee.
1: The team. This is uh, who's worse. Who can't score correctly? Yeah, I mean, and
2: that's a shame because I had that little pizza money on that national championship with Tennessee, and it looked great. For man, has they gone?
1: I mean, their defense has been there. They're not. They're not getting. You know, blown out in the sense of like they're giving up a hundred points a game. They just can't score. I, I know
2: saw that happened. the other. I saw that the other night. I mean, there was no one. You know, I looked at the box score, and again, Barrett. I, I said it last week on the show. I don't like him in a point guard position. I think he's horrible at a point guard. Yeah. That guy, Lightfoot or something, came off the bench. He had two points. He didn't score. Brown, the guy that shot all those threes that one game, didn't score a lot. I mean, nobody scored. I mean, they had some guys underneath that scored a little bit. Kansas is just not good. And here's the thing, and I want to ask you. I know we got to go here because we're going late here. But I heard a great thing the other day, and a guy said about these teams. And he said that when they're on the road, they don't – when they eat, they're by themselves. When they when they do everything, it's by themselves. Yeah. The only time they're by their team is at practice, game, and maybe on a flight, and then they're isolated in hotels. Again, has this killed? And I asked it, I Pew, if you remember, I asked Peterson this, Greg Peterson from Vison that was on our show. I said, is this killing these teams? Why Kentucky isn't good, Michigan State, uh, Duke. Why are these powerhouse teams not good this year?
1: Well, I think you're lacking a team chemistry. I think you're lacking practice. Um, you know, or we're not there on campus. But you know, are they running two practices a day like they normally would, uh, like a six a.m. and then maybe a three thirty practice? I don't know. I mean, they very well could be, or maybe they're only getting one practice in for an hour versus two practices in two hours each or something. Uh, but, you know, if they're not spending time together, and this goes for any sport, whether you're pro, your college, your, you know, it's your kids' AAU team, team chemistry, man. If you're not around your teammates and you can't vibe with them, you're going to struggle on the court because communication is key. And if you can't communicate and get on a social level and feel comfortable around these guys, you're not going to talk to them on the court because you're used to not being around anybody.
0: Can you guys imagine in a world of today, 2021, not having potentially Michigan State, Duke, Kentucky, who knows? Even North Carolina might not make the tournament this
1: year. It might be the first tournament ever. Yeah. And They're,
2: Kansas is mean, a, a high seed. Kansas yeah. is high.
1: I could see so, them being like a four seed.
0: I want to drop one tidbit I just read. North Carolina State just lost their leading scorer the other night. They're a huge, huge fade. I mean, he, he was their, their everything.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Devin, they play, Devin, Dan, they, Devin Daniels.
0: Yeah, they play 16, Syracuse Sunday. About
2: 16, 16
1: points a game. Yep.
0: Yeah. That, that's a big fade if you can get some numbers on them.
1: I'll leave you with this because I, I don't know how i miss it, and Smitty, so I'll go with you for final. But uh, Florida State minus four and a half against Georgia Tech uh, on the road. I, I don't think on the road matters. Um Georgia Tech's dropped their last two. Now, they were tough games. They're scrappy, uh, Q. They're scrappy. scrappy. Elvarado,
2: man. Man, that guy. I'll
1: Damn. take my chances with that That nasty Florida State team. On road. I agree man, with
2: you. I agree I love with it. you.
1: But, no, you are right. Georgia Tech is scrappy. But losing two tough games, you, you know, they're probably a little tired. Florida State's on a tear. Just the wrong time to be playing them.
2: The only thing, and I said this on Twitter, so I just want to I want to put it out on the show. What did you guys think of the Coach K interview with the student athlete that was asking him questions? Because I thought it was, I was very opinionated about it, which I usually am on things. And I thought it was a joke. I thought the kid didn't really ask a question that was bad. I didn't think he tried to, you know, how I looked at this is this did this kid come at coach K to try to make a name for himself and like embarrass him and go, wow, I coach, I caught coach K on this situation. I didn't think he did. I think the kid asked about, okay, your team lost against, uh, I forget who they lost to, which it doesn't even matter. And said, how do you regroup and how do you prepare for the next game? And coach K to me had to put, it back on him and kind of be, you know, being a a teacher, it was kind of like a bully situation that, okay, you came at me. Now I'm going to try to come at, back at you and deflect it. And hopefully people can back me, which the media, of course, all these people, oh, that kid should have been embarrassed because they have to kiss Coach K's butt. Because he's supposed to be this god. But again, the season sucks. Your team sucks. And hopefully you're getting the tournament. I thought it was disgraceful. And I thought it was embarrassing. And, and luckily, he did apologize to the kid. Maybe I'm way off on this. Because I go way off on situations. And I can't be wrong. But Q, Matt, let me know.
0: I, I agree with you, Smitty. I think he he showed his get out, old man get off my lawn type crap. <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, well, I mean, and he's got some good points. It is a bad year. It's COVID. He doesn't have the blue bloods this year, and they didn't lose three. They lost three in a row, and that kid just hit hit him. And they were like, "What are you gonna do?" But I agree. I mean, he's the consummate professional. He should have not acted like he did towards some student like, trying trying to make a, a a a point just by doing an interview. Let the kid let the kid go.
1: I think two two quick points, Smitty. I didn't follow it as much as you, but uh, I think yes, the COVID situation it, you know, it is different. Um, I wouldn't say it's a wash of season because you know they're, they're they're doing a true tournament, so I can't say that. But you know it is different times, um, and it is frustrating because you're you're one of the greatest coaches I've ever. Coach, you've really never lost three in a row. I mean, you're hardly ever out of the top twenty five. Like everything is going wrong. I mean, Olympus is falling you know, for Duke and that's a lot of, you know, for somebody who's won so much, you know, it's, it's, you're not used to that. So I'm not condoning it. Uh, I, I can understand it from just a, a point of he's never really been there in his career. So like, how do you act like that? But you do have to be professional and people do make mistakes. So I'm glad he apologized, uh, but I will say this, man, when you get these coaches like Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Krzyzewski, Calipari, like when these guys win, and then they finally lose you know david comes and beats goliath and then other teams say hey man we can do the same thing and when the blueprints on, like they become brats and and it is all about them and it's excuse university and and that's that's just the reality of it is man we we you know bow out of these coaches so much and if you were to put a crown on somebody in, on duke's campus you're putting on coach k because there's two things duke's known for the early two thousands rape scandal for the Duke lacrosse team and Duke basketball. If you take that rape allegation out and him away, Duke is nothing. Nope. So nope. that and you know work. and Q
2: we had we had them the other night in that teaser and that was the game against that team and I watched that was the most I watched Duke play. They're bad, man. Man, like like Matt said it. Matt drilled it there. They don't have any – they have, like, one guy that's slightly – They you look at that team from what they had with Barrett, Williamson, uh, Jones, the point guard, like, recently, man, they have nobody. That is a very average team. And you know what would have been better? Because if you ever – and I love doing – we do varsity blues uh, quotes on this show all the time. Do you remember the program? Q doesn't because Q's like – Oh, 18-year-old. Yeah. The program, when that kid, when he's on trial and they go, or like getting kicked out of school and they go, what's your major? And he goes, swimming pool management. That <laughs> would have been better when if that Coach K would have said that to him go, what's your major? Swimming pool management. <laughs> just just to mess with Coach K a little bit more. Don't worry about it.
0: Love it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not good. In my oh, opinion.
2: they're bad. They're bad. No. But, you know, here's the thing what we're going to do with the show, people. We have some great people coming back on. Uh, Q's going to br- talk about one that he was in contact again that I think is great news. Uh, we have a guy, and I'm not going to give out his name yet, but he's going to come on, and we, you know, we're going to talk just – uh refing in the league. We have a we have an NCA ref that, you know, we got to watch what we say. We can't go into certain topics with him because he's on, you know, does things, but we're gonna just ask him some questions. We have some guys that play college football that are gonna be coming on the show, talking about the recruiting process. Um, Q, can you talk about another? I mean, we've had him on the show, but I mean, this guy is a big get every time we can get him. Who's that gonna be, Q?
1: Uh, yeah. So somebody said, we got the ref, you know, we're going to hopefully get on for you guys. Uh, maybe it, you know, we're trying to get a guy who used to work for covers. Uh, you know, we're not going to drop names until they, you know, agree to it. Uh, we're trying to land another guy that, you know, we're good friends with who runs another you know podcast well-known in the DMV area. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And then, uh, Greg Peterson. So we had him on prior, uh, you know, we're looking to have him come on, um, more frequently, not only for college basketball, uh, but, you know, he's a big major league baseball guy. So, you know, be on the lookout for podcasts with him. He's a wealth of information and multi-sports. Uh, so we're going to provide you guys with the best sports, you know, advice and info and liens and things like that. Um, so, you know, we're always going to keep trying to grow this thing, try to get the community bigger. Um, the minute we have, you know, some, some big wigs and, and even guys, you know, with, with some of the best, uh, stats and every and, and info we'll uh, we'll definitely get out to you guys and uh try to get you guys you know the most winners possible so uh, so are we gonna drop a show tomorrow i mean we kind of covered it on this one we went a little wrong okay. Um, okay. okay i mean just i thought we went into it a little more i mean we can it's up to you oh maybe that's a little teaser a little teaser a little tickler all right
2: i like it Be on i the like far. it
1: Uh, Maybe, maybe hey we got we
2: got hey listen we can dive into lines maybe we'll do a show if not I mean we did we dropped it Matt again Matt is our new guy man is is Matty four player if you don't follow him on Twitter get on it because this guy puts out he makes me laugh probably six times in a day so get on following him on Twitter um man we got a great team I can't wait we're gonna have Jason the guru that we've talked about for a long time on the show our team is a Good group of guys that are, again, average Joes. But, man, do we know the game and do we have opinions?
1: Get on board. All right. We'll, uh, we'll get this out to you guys and uh, let's find those winners. Thank Matt, you, buddy. thanks, buddy. All, thanks, all right, buddy. man. I'll talk to you guys later. Yep, we'll see
0: you. All right.